0: show dedicated to the half demon hero hosted by me mark david christensen
1: and me kate thompson yeah
0: we're back with a bonus episode you thought we were done
1: we lied (laughs) well we got one more for you and kate who do we got (laughs) we have a very wonderful special guest i'm introducing to you cody ziggler
2: yeah hey (laughs) hey thanks for having me i always love talking about uh hellboy and comics in general so
1: yeah thanks
2: for having me back always always a good time yeah. Always a fun time
1: hell yeah everybody you guys all know cody ziggler from a rick and morty that's right ever heard of it <laughs> craig of the creek also fantastic you've heard of it miles morales spider-man <laughs> heroes reborn uh siege society and just many more to come i'm sure yes.
2: yeah uh yeah you know we're doing what we can uh, i've been very lucky to <laughs> Somehow, i my way into the nerd fandom, and I'm not. I'm still. I'm stuck here. I'm a barnacle, baby. I love it. Somehow,
1: be- just a lifetime of being a nerd.
2: Funny you say that. I literally just got Hell this yeah. Vegeta Dude. thing yesterday, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is so this nice. is life now. This is a whole, I'm Yeah, gonna if you have like yeah.
1: any DBZ like <laughs> physical things in your home then I think you you deserve to write on Rick and Morty. You know, you like have earned it.
2: Yeah, between that and all the Gundams, I've really I've really painted myself into a nerd corner.
1: So do you paint your Gundams? Do you like buy Gundams that require like
2: glue? Not yet. I am thinking <sighs> about doing it. Uh, luckily, I have an example right here. Yes. Um, so if you look here, you'll see I uh, uh, just do like these like little panel linings like just to give like a little bit of pop. Nice. But I think uh, now that I'm going to have free time because we're just wrapping the season of rick and morty that i'm gonna to try to like just paint one like get like yeah. an, air, an airbrush thing do you own an airbrush already i do not so like part of the problem is like do i really want to invest in something that i'm probably only going to use once that's it yeah you know
1: yeah it's like a bit i i you know what i bet I mean, I'm sure there's, like, cost-effective ways to do it. That mm-hmm. it was always the thing that scared me about, like, model making and stuff yeah. like that is, like, you got to have, like, a workbench for it or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got to, like, I really got to invest in having, like, the, the setup and, like, doing all that for, like, one thing that I'll probably do once. It's like, yeah, do you <laughs> want to spend your money like that? But what if you and spend also, your money
1: on it and then you love it, you know? like Yeah, I right? know.
2: And then, like, I have another thing, another, another <laughs> nerd thing to put in my belt. So I'm like, I might as well. We'll see. In two weeks, if you see some pictures on Instagram, you'll know which way the, the, the coin. is. I'm so excited. Clip.
0: I'm
1: excited to
2: see it. <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs> yeah.
0: um, before we get to what we're discussing today, which is the Hellboy, uh, the Wild Hunt original covers, I want to talk to you about to you, Cody, real quickly, because you've you're, you're fresh. You're new. You're a new writer to comic books. Which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, just again, I want to say that you've wrote uh, Heroes Reborn, uh, Siege Society, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. Spider Man. I think you're writing on some more Amazing Spider Man. Is that correct?
2: I'm yeah, sure. I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm doing f- f- four issues of uh, the Amazing Spider Man in one. Uh, one shot um, for so like five amazing spider-mans and I just I literally just sent in uh, a script for another miles short like two weeks ago so like yeah I've been doing it for thank you thank you it's super stoked super very weird and surreal (laughs) Uh, yeah I've, I've only been doing it less than I think I wrote my first miles script like september of last year yeah. so like less 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 than a year i've been doing it and i, I got into it because i was writing on chi hulk for disney plus and like the number two in the room was this dude named zeb wells who has been writing for marvel comics forever like he just did the hellions run so if you've been watching a ring in the hellions he's been behind that um but he's the one that's like heading like he's sort of running it like a writer's room this amazing spider-man so he's like nice. the head writer for this this upcoming run of the amazing spider-man and like we are like his room that like, you know, I'm doing like five issues like Kelly Thompson, who just did the fucking amazing Black Widow that I'll yell about every single time <laughs> I get a chance. Please read it. It's so good. She's on there. Solomon Ahmed or Adine, who had said, Ahmed, who had, he's been doing Miles forever. Like, and uh, uh, so just a, a great fucking Avengers team put together to make this amazing Spider-Man book. That's awesome. But like, yeah, it's great. This is super fun. Like But like our roles in the She-Hulk room was like, we were the dedicated nerds. Like at one point, uh, I get, you still get fucking roasted about it, but we were talking about a very specific character and how. <laughs> Their power worked. And I was like, well, they were like, oh, and like they couldn't comprehend. And I literally just pulled out that comic book from my book, from my book bag, and like to the actual page and handed it. And they're all like, all right, could you fucking calm down? Yeah, but right. also, thanks for contributing. Uh, but like, yeah, 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 we appreciate it. But Zed was very taken aback by that. Oh my God. He was like, God. you know what? You're. You're obviously cut from the same nerd cloth as me. Uh, I can put you in, in contact with some people at Marvel Comics, and like that's how I got Miles. Like my very first thing was like Nick Lowe. Shout out to Nick Lowe. He's an editor. He's my editor. He's like, do you want to do? I'm doing like a Spider-Man short anthology. Do you want to? Who do you want to? Do you want do it? I was like, yeah. But can I pick the Spider-Man? He's like, yeah, sure. Yes. Like I'm picking Miles, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, that. That's that. That's how I've gotten into it. You know, it's it's like that led to like the the Siege Society one shot, and and it's been uh, the the it's just been a rolling downhill. Uh, since <laughs> And it's been very, very fun. So very, very cool. cool,
1: man! Thank you. Thank and you know, you really outdone yourself with a when a room full of Marvel writers is like, oh my god, like <laughs> I want to give you a wedgie right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still get roasted about it. It was, so it, was, it was It was very, it was a very, very true moment inside Why I was a person. You in
1: the room like that, where it's like you have the knowledge, you have everything, you have the backgrounds Like that uh, must be especially for working for Marvel especially as I was reading your sea society cuz you do a great job of balancing so many characters oh, like thanks, it's man. just like there's a fucking dozen characters in here that you have to like clearly get their voices across and I think you successfully do that so well uh
2: thank you yeah. I was very very I very stressed out about that for sure and I went from writing a 10 page short to 30 pages and Nick was like all right you're gonna do this siege we are basically doing um you know the under siege the, the, the big under siege story that everyone loves from the original Avengers yeah makes like a little bit of thunderbolts I was like cool he's like also you have uh, you have two dozen characters, you know, you have like thirteen characters, yes, twelve of which are being introduced for the very first time. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <fine>. okay. Yep, <laughs> all right, cool. Let me let me let me let me see how I'm gonna crack this. Uh, right. and, and then like it's such a it's such a silly cheat, but like the easiest way that I could, could figure that out is like, all right, I'll have Sabretooth drop his his G's when he says eating or walking somewhere. Like nice. that's his character, that's how you know who he is. I mean like, just uh, something
1: like that, like a touch where it's like Comes across easily, and yeah. it, it, you make it look easy, but I know that it wasn't. It must. It must have required so much.
2: of oh, conscious uh, thought
1: towards each character and stuff like that.
2: Look, uh, my editor Nick Lowe really helped me get this across the finish line. It was very, very stressful. That's what in I was gonna say. Way. Was
1: he like yours? It like how you were the the like brains of she-hulk in the like tv writers room was he like your guy your zig to you like while you're yeah, doing very much society
2: so. yeah so he like so like you know we had the conversations and like he sent over like a list like hey these are the characters because there's this is also like my first like event thing happening yeah. so there's like just the tons of fucking things going on that like i i wasn't necessarily keeping track of all that stuff like he sent me the scripts it's but so i was much. like yeah there's a lot of stuff going on he's like all right he's like the characters that you can have For, like, the squadron, these are the characters you can have for Baron Zemo. And originally, like, we were going to have, like, Punisher was going to be there and Quicksilver, but, like, they were doing some other stuff, so, like, we had to swap things out. And they were like, all right, you can can kill most of these people. You can't kill, obviously, Nighthawk and and um uh blur but like everyone else is pretty much fair game wow i was like i was like oh cool um and then like you know things changed like originally um tom thumb was gonna die but then he was we found out that he was gonna use another but like stuff like that would happen right that's when like you see the superpower of the editor because like i like half i had written my outline and i was about to go to script and originally we were going to have a cool fight with like quicksilver and and the blur and i was like it'd be fun like one of my favorite um moments from uh, Ultimate Marvel the Ultimate Marvel comic line is when in Ultimates 2 when um, Quicksilver is fighting like some I can't remember what the character's name is but it's like uh, there's, a, there's a there's a plot in the movie where like a bunch of other countries like China and Russia make like their versions of like the Avengers yeah. called the Ultimates in this line and there's a really cool scene where like there's everyone's fighting on the front lawn of, oh i was so excited to punch <laughs> my mic everyone is like there's a big like slugfest in front of like the, the in front of the, the White House in DC <laughs> and like at the height of the issue uh, Blur fights this this Their speedster, and it's so cool because you just see they have the whole action just them happening uh, across all across DC while like all like mid like the Hulk is about to punch the Crimson Dynamo but like you see them like running through the punches and then like they go from like DC to like New York down to Philly they're just like fighting up and along the the, the east coast and I was like (laughs) that's so cool it'd be fun if like we did that but it's just them fighting over like Eastern Europe so I was like originally it was going to be him and Quicksilver like fighting out but then they're like oh Quicksilver is dead by this point so you have to use someone else you have to use uh the Scarlet Witch who had become the quick, I can't remember what the, uh, the Scarlet speedster, I think was, yeah. I can't remember her name. I, I, read the book. I should remember what her name, but like basically she absorbed his power. So I was like, all right, cool. I get to have a fun, like Wanda vision fight. And I get to have like my nice speedster fight that I always wanted like small stuff like yeah. that, but it was super fun, super cool. And like, um, without having, uh, the editor there to tell me what is happening, I would have been completely lost. So like, uh, shout out to them. Uh, shout out, shout out, uh, to Nick Lowe. The, I know he's a very stressed man because he's juggling <laughs> a bunch of books, but, uh, he really helped me uh, stick the landing and Lindsay, Lindsay his the, the, the assistant editor too. She fucking cut, crushed crushed it as well. That was a great team.
1: So nice. So nice oh. to have that just as backup. So you, have like a little confidence, I think, to be like, okay, I can make this decision without like hitting down all these dominoes of like other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You don't want to be the guy that ruins it. Um, <laughs> oh my and God. And also, uh, it's, 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 pressure. it's, 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 yeah, the pressure. And like, uh, I came in, like, you know, speech society is very wordy. And my, like, my biggest critique is that like, there's just so much talking in it uh, because I came from TV and like, we can have people talk for a long time and it reads they want fast, you to but, have uh, they
1: like they're like people are like when you write it should be mostly dialogue like your page yeah. should not have yeah. all this action so yeah that must have been like yeah, and, you're flexing a new muscle
2: yeah and the comics are like you don't have to talk like you have the artist like let me, right. dude let them do all the work i was like oh we, we can do that i was like oh great cool <laughs> uh but the thing that like i was like the, the thing that like took that i'm still trying to f- learn and like i'm having you know, sort of like hurdle I'm, I'm bumping up against a little bit is that like you get so much like just you get such a long rope when it comes to, like logic stuff in comics you could be like oh yeah there was a uh, a hologram and it, it was such such a good hologram you thought the thing happened right, like right. oh yeah you can just do that yeah <laughs> like like nick nick is always like yo you can you can have some camp like you don't have to it doesn't have to be airtight logic and i was like oh yeah i guess you can have spider-man slip fall into the radioactive toaster and get the thing or whatever. Right, like, right. it, 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 it'll pass a smell test. So like now that I've been like doing that more and just like leaning into like the dumb fun of comics, but it's been a lot more freeing not being like, well, I don't understand why logically why a character would do this. But I'm like his greatest enemy is a, is a dude in a goblin costume on like yeah. a, 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 a drone. He, <laughs> you, you got it. You're fine. You got it. You know, I love to hear that's that. Such that's, a, that's
1: lovely. Yeah. For real. To, it's such a relief because that's like the thing that you, kind of fall in love with superhero comics for in the first yeah. place where it's like, who gives a shit? Like who, like it's yeah. just fun. But yeah, I yeah. think like wordiness, I think the letter handled all of the like dialogue really well. Like mm. everything's really clear in siege society. I thought like,
2: oh good, it's Thank such you. an
1: impressive thing for, especially for a first comic. And I mean, per, like personally, I didn't find it too wordy or anything like that. Like I think of like, if I think of a wordy comic, I'm thinking of like, Sandman, or some shit, and it'll just be basically a book with yeah, like yeah, yeah, one yeah. picture of Sandman looking like dour. But like yeah. this, I thought like flowed really well. Like, oh, uh, great, thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, good was... to
2: hear that. I also don't look, I don't read reviews, so it's, it's good to, to hear, yeah, I mean, reviews, not, that, but it was solid. I, I'm yeah, sure they're good book. though. <laughs> the only,
1: yeah, the only thing I saw because I was googling it and I did see somebody. A po- the only thing i saw was one positive review like oh, i didn't great. go digging for other ones or anything but that's <laughs> this, probably this, a this good sign
2: this is the part of the podcast where we roast that ass <laughs> yeah. and we pull up all the <laughs> and i'm like
1: oh, and all now right about we to found a right review now, and we're going to make you read each <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> no nah.
1: i no i thought i thought it was i thought it was really really cool oh and then you were on a friend of ours uh, zed cut singer has a, po- a mm-hmm. really good podcast called uh so you did a thing where you talked mm-hmm. about uh, yeah. M- mostly your Spider-Man, but you mentioned in that podcast that you wrote everything out in final draft when submitting. Is that how it worked for Marvel too, like or Very for C-Society too? Uh,
2: yeah. So, so just the the, the if you if I can indulge myself Please. and tell you like a little bit like the process. So yeah. Um. Once again, when I first got the the the, the Spider-Man thing, um, and I'll get it. This is like this is like this will wait until like. This will answer the question about siege society too is that like zeb sent me this really really fucking kick-ass doc for his process so like nice. he's been doing it forever since he was like i think his late teens wow. 20, he's been doing it for a minute he's been at marvel for a while wow. and he sent me his process so this process is like you know obviously step one walk around think about what you want to do but step two is that like he draws, he makes like a, a like a, a grid of like 20 pages 30, however many pages you have for your comic but like yeah. you know and he'll write Hey, this happens, or this happens. Like, just literally just, like, top-of-mind thoughts. Like, awesome. Miles has hurt. Big fight scene. Just, like, stuff like that. And then um, go back through, uh, and and then, like, sort of, like, do, like, storyboards for it. Like, layouts. Like, hey, yeah. uh, this, like, literally just stick figures. Like, hey, like this happens. Like, on index
1: cards or some shit? Like, on, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I use a, 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 um, a sketching app on the iPad because it's just easier for me. Nice. But, like, yeah. Do that for, like, every page. And then you send, like, a rough outline, and the outline will be, like, page 1 um open, uh, miles swings towards camera and, and like, maybe I'll have like some tent by like, like, Oh no, time is running out. Page two reveal, like all that stuff cool. for every single page. You get your notes from your editor. Uh, and then you just write it in final draft for, I do anyway. Like some sure. people use other different names, but like, you know, i I came from TV. It's just easier for me to like write in final draft. So it'll be like page one, uh, four panels, panel one, big shot, miles swings towards camera, um, pale two, insert blah, blah, blah. Like you just like literally just like write everything out. Like what's going to be happening for your artist to, to, to watch. Um, like that you do that for every page and like uh, he he said like do three pages a day. It's 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 the perfect number. Three pages. Why three pages? Because literally anyone can do it. Nice. It's not too much, it's not too 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 little. And after like five days, you basically have a comic done because you factor in like, you know, your double spreads or like your splash pages. Like really the you really you you write fifteen pages in a comic and five of them are just in the extra five are just like fun art stuff that artists can, can deal with. Like that, like that was the process that he showed me and like, that's what I've been learning and like sort of like honing into my own self. But like, yeah, for, for society, you know, it's 30 pages, which is like a lot. It was for me, it was a lot for comic wise because you have so much real estate. So a lot of it was like trying to figure out like the thing that we sort of like thing that me and Nick worked on the most was like how just like establish these characters and like, 'Cause you get one panel. You get honestly, most of the characters don't get more than two pages if that to yeah. like introduce their game up uh, game. Well introduce game, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah introduce their you. thing. Yeah, introduce their character trait, uh, have like a fun back and forth fight and then get them killed off. Like that's basically mm-hmm. it. Um so for like a Siege Society, um, you know, uh I also you have narration in comics, which makes things so much easier. Oh, like you man, can just like yeah you just like hey this is the theme uh you can take a thing and like just uh, i think mine was like you don't poke the bear at the stick like that was that was the thing or it's going to poke back and like oh great great that's going to be the through line that's going to well, be like the connective narrative tissue for for everything so yeah you know i would i did the 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 layouts the storyboards and all that stuff wrote my outline got notes back and then started sending in pages and like the cool thing about comic books that's sort of like a one-to-one with animation is that like it's sort of the similar pipeline where you're like you're getting back like. Thumbnails or layouts, which are like the artists like doing like their like rough sketches, which are still the some of the best stuff I've ever seen, <laughs> and then like you then like you get like your pencils and then um you get sort of getting your inks back and then the colors and then final lettering and like all that stuff, and it's such a cool fun process to be like, yeah, there are so many moments where like you know I'd get an email from like. Paco, my Dean, who, who did, uh, he did the art for, uh, for Society. Like Paco was super, super cheerful guy. He'd always start his emails like, Hey buddy, or Hey brother, or, like all that stuff. And like, he would have like, I'd open up and she'd see like six pages of like the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen. Um, and I still, like just, the, just the pencils and the inks. And like watching that, I'm like, why do you even need to add color to this? Like, these are so good to begin with. Sorry. And i like, you finally get, like, the, the colors. Like, I just used to seeing the colors on, like, the PDF. So, like, oh, these look great. But then you see it on print and, like, it's a little mm-hmm. bit washed watched out. And, like, the, you know, you do art stuff, Kate's so, like, you see how, like, the colors play with, like, actual physical form. And, like, yeah. all that stuff is such a fucking fun, cool process. And, like, watching it all come together at the end of it is nice because the the, the timeline isn't, like, nine, like, it takes nine months for, like, Craig of the Creek to get an episode out. Whereas yeah. this, it takes three to get it, like, from, like, writing a script to, like, basically final art and then like it's off to the printer for a month so like so just fast. to turn around and seeing shit getting done is like oh great the thing that i wrote is in my hand like I it's turned a tangible
1: in, real it's thing. a tangible real
2: thing like i turned in i think the final script in february for Sea society and then it was in my hands wow. in like may i was like oh great this is like a thing that i have and so it's cool. it's real and people can 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 read it and and, and hopefully enjoy <laughs> it uh, you know
1: That is so awesome, dude. Did you have a lot of like direct communication with the artist or is that all through your editor?
2: Yeah. So like, um, uh, so for, yeah, we have basically like, we'll start an email chain like Nick like, Hey, this is, um, that was Paco. Hey, this is Paco. Uh, He did Seed Society or like Natasha Bustos did um, Miles, um, big, big time buzzkill. But they start like a a, a chain and then like, you know, I'm always a pretty personal person anyway. So like we just like start chatting like, hey, thanks for coming. I love your stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then like, you know, they'll send, um, you do a notes process, like they'll send in like their thumbnails. Like, hey, what do you think of this? And, you know, it'll... I mean i'm always like this is the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> and, and then like you know so like i'll let nick will be like, all right this guy's just a fan like that he'll start having thoughts once he gets over how exciting it is to do this stuff but like it'll be super small stuff like um oh in this scene um can we have this character's like yelling at to like super scientists can you like have her like have her hand up instead of like by her side or like sure. can you make her eyebrows a little bit more furrowed? it's like super small stuff like that or it could be like sometimes it'll be like like nick is like a, he's been doing spidey man comics forever so we'll be like can you have him do like this type of like super cool spidey pose i was like sure. oh it looks so much cooler like the first one was so fucking cool this one's even cooler <laughs> all right these are things that i'm not even thinking about oh, uh man. and like that's basically like you know it's a pretty uh I, I love the collaboration it's a very um it's sort of it's like my one-to-one is that it's like uh director and like a a cinematographer working together is how I sort of visualize it when I'm talking. It's the same level of collaboration where like instead of talking about shots we're talking about like drawings um, and even like picking up like the nomenclature that they use. Like um, they they talk a lot about the acting. Like the acting in this scene is really great which just means like the character's expression and like when you see like when you see like really like I'm working with Michael Dowling now and his acting for some of his scenes are so fucking good. I'm just like oh I get it. it's like looking into the fucking face of God. Like I get now wow, like, awesome. I get it. like I get like I get like you know, in the in the in the like the 1300s when like you know you'd live to 35 and like you would you would see like a good painting and like you just oh <laughs> like, right, this, this is going to be the thing that I do. Like I get that now. Like I understand yeah. the power of art to like fucking just completely change how you view your complete fabric of reality. Like it's it's such a fucking cool fun process and I still I'm so lucky that I get to be, like, uh, a part of it. I'm super, super, uh, super, super blessed, and uh, uh, it's very, very surreal.
1: It's incredible to hear that and so reassuring that, like, you do feel like you really are, like, getting... Even Obviously, these characters are so established and there's so much, Mm -hmm. like, to keep track of and everything, but you still Mm -hmm. are able to express yourself really freely and feel like that, feel like it's, like, this is the thing that it always has been, and it mm-hmm. like there's certain elements of it that can't change but i can't like if it sounds like you are really feeling like you're able to contribute your own personal uh, expressiveness to it like
2: yeah one- one hundred percent. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I think. I mean, I, I'm not saying anything that's any particularly new or, or insightful, but like, you know, it, 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 these are like our myths. You know, these are like For sort sure. of modern myths. Like, you know, it's not you know Hercules doing the seven, the the twelve labors or whatever. It's yeah. like, you know, sometimes he'd fight a golden ram or sometimes he'd move a big boulder. <laughs> and like, you could just like the the person writing, aka telling that story, <laughs> would just like make up the thing that was happening in that particular moment. Oh yeah. yeah, Zeus turned himself into an eagle and went upon the lands and did whatever. Or yeah, maybe yeah. he turned a lady into a spider. Like, that's just like. <laughs> What our versions of <laughs> yeah. that is this is the gospel uh, according to zig yeah, yeah yeah someone came from on high and did a thing that's yeah. all that i i gathered from those books but uh you got some yeah, divine like,
1: inspiration here
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they give me like they give me a lot of freedom like um I'm, I'm always very vocal about whenever i start a new job either it's television or comic books or whatever it's like hey i'm here to make people that look like me in these books and they're like fucking great do it like um Hell yeah any chance that i get to be like a character like i always put like a reader's note like uh or a uh, yeah, reader's note or design note, like, hey, this character is, like, Laotian, or this character is, like, dark-skinned uh, African, or this character is, like, Pakistani, or whatever. Like, yeah. I always do that. I'm um, like, I got my, I drew my sister, I got my a note in one, it's like, hey, let's make this character, like, uh, dark skinned black girl with like natural hair and like named her after her. And she looks like my sister, like oh all that my stuff. God. Like I'm so into it. What did she <laughs> say
1: uh, when she saw it? Uh,
2: she hasn't seen it yet. I told okay. my dad and he's like, great. She's going to be super excited. Oh my but God. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to her when, when it finally comes out. But like, they've always been super receptive about that. Um awesome. They're like, do what you want to do. They're like, you know, we're tired of seeing this, the same white guys that look like us in all the comics on the background. They're like, this isn't new york i mean this is the new york that we know like right. new york is full of like people that don't look like one way and like they've given me a lot of freedom to do that um particularly with like when it comes to miles it's because it's just so much easier to just be like oh yeah this is a black Puerto Rican kid in brooklyn or whatever so like all those people are going to like look like spider verse like all those kids look like they grew up in yeah. fucking brooklyn So yeah. like they let me get a lot of free reign it's uh it's been very freedom free and creatively to be, be able to like make those sort of choices and especially be backed by um editors that are into the same sort of thing that I'm trying to do.
1: That's fantastic. That's so cool. Like, yeah, and it just is like more authentic. Like, like you're saying, like, you, if you have a background full of just white faces, because whatever, the artist just draws white people more or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, or it's like. Yeah, it doesn't feel authentically like the place that you're trying to depict, and takes mm-hmm. you out of it. I mean, you're already like I don't know, you're suspending disbelief. Like you don't have to suspend disbelief <laughs> that it's all white people walking around. Yeah, right yeah. the
0: world is much more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that, but that's that's so cool, man. And I'm like so excited. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. I'm like excited for your sister to see that too. Like that yeah. just sounds uh, yeah, like thanks. so. Yeah, that's like the searched. coolest present. That you could yeah, get she's, for gonna, sure. she's gonna
2: she's gonna lose her shit. Uh, it's uh, I'm super excited to see how how she how she reacts to it. I know she's gonna love it.
1: So crazy. And then also, can you? I don't know how much you can say about She Hulk because it's like mm-hmm. I don't even know. Do you know when it's supposed to air?
2: I do not. I know okay. they're still shooting it. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I don't. I this is just me guessing. Yeah. Uh, not going to be 2021 for sure. <laughs> that's yeah. All, yeah. That's all I know. Put um,
0: it out yet. I think Hawkeye got yeah. pushed ahead of it too, which everybody thought. Yeah, wasn't like gonna be the case.
2: Okay. Yeah, I know COVID. I mean, it made a lot, it fucked up a lot of things, but also like the pipeline was just compl- Everything was shifted basically by like, it seemed like by a year. Uh, yeah. so like, I have no idea, but, uh, it's, it's super cool from what I, from what I've seen. Uh, I, I got to visit set and it was just cool seeing like Seeing the shit that we wrote come to life, like awesome. seeing like tat, like I I get why it takes so long to do these things because they have to do three takes for every single thing. Yeah, like like the scene that the the take where like cats in like you know the She Hulk makeup or like the, the the dots on her face. Yeah, on like a raised platform, and then they bring in like a, a stand in, like a six foot seven stand in. Wow. With like green face paint that and she has like a muscle suit on and then they bring in like the dude with like the the ball to get like the reference light and stuff and it was just like oh fuck i get why this this shit cost a fucking (laughs) bajillion dollars and why it takes so long to make because you gotta do three single you gotta do three shots for every setup uh it's it's crazy but i think people are gonna be super stoked we took some really wild swings uh gal let us give us a lot of rope uh and it's gonna be i think it's gonna be really really fun and really really different when 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 it when it drops out i think people are gonna be super stoked for it i'm like, i'm very
1: excited
0: when i saw it announced i was like i'm so excited they're doing it, that, it was a
2: shame. yeah me too i i can't wait to see like the finished product because at this point we wrote it in like 2019 is when we started so like at this point we're like two three years reviewed two we've been all we were removed from a long time so like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun like treat to see it uh because i fucking loved loki so much i mean i loved all the shows but like Loki was like the one that was like, ah, oh, this this is great. It's like a live action. Starting to feel Rick comic
1: booky in a way. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah, yeah, you're fighting a big big cloud monster in the cosmos with like different versions of yourself. Like, yes. yeah, give it to me. Yeah, Sign me up. <laughs> right? baby. Yeah.
1: And then you said earlier how in your the Spider Man set you're going to be doing coming up that mm-hmm. it kind of feels a little bit more like a writer's room. And I know that in Zed's podcast to reference that again, you talked about mm-hmm. a challenge for writing um, the Miles Morales uh, add on. Was like in a writer's room, how you have another person to kind of go back and forth with and r- figure mm-hmm. out dialogue with, and the kind of challenge was writing dialogue by yourself. Do yeah, you, is is this new run like this? This next uh, couple uh, Spider Mans that you're working on, are you able to work with other writers like uh, like a television writer's room, or are you still kind of like off by yourself doing dialogue by yourself?
2: Yeah, you're still off by yourself. So like we would we broke like. We had like two or three like meetings, like okay. you know traditional writers' room meetings. So like we sort of like broke overall what's going to happen. Um, in that in that very similar like a TV show, like we break the seasonal arc, yeah. seasonal like the you know the page arcs or whatever, and then like we sort of like sort of like tacitly assign out like, hey, you want to do this character, or you want to use this character, you want to do this story, like. People that were like super into like particular characters would speak up. Like uh, Kelly was really into a, a certain group that she really wanted to talk use and like so like spoke up. I was like, yo, all right, whatever is like I want to do more of the comedic stuff. So like comedic or weird stuff sign me up. So that's what they gave me. Um, and then like you know you, you basically that's it. And then you go off and like write your episode or write your write your episode write your uh, your issue. Um, So like dialogue is basically all by yourself and like, it's like, that's the, that's, uh, but it's cool because like sort of like, you know, TV, like we do punch up, uh, we we always do punch up for scripts. So like once you turn in like your writer's draft, like the room goes together, like just makes the jokes better. Um, and a cool part of that, like that's also part of the process. So like Zeb is like CC'd on like all the emails that I'm sending. Like every time I turn like an outline or draft, like Zeb is a super fucking funny guy. And like, we already worked together when she looks so, like we know each other's like sensibilities and tastes. So like he'll punch up like dialogue and stuff. If you, if you, nice. if he, if, he, if I ask for it or like he'll punch up, like his, a lot of his stuff has been like like comic writing is just, I mean, it seems very similar, but it's so different than like narrative writing. And like Zeb has really fucking cracked the case. Like he's such a super funny television writer and a funny guy, but also a very specifically very funny comic writer. Like yeah. his Hellions run is Super, super funny. Phil Hart, uh also can be very scary and dramatic, and he's able to toe that line very, very well and balance that. So, like a lot of this stuff will be pitches like, "Hey, what if we move this around?" Or like, "What if we?" He'll give like, "What if you know the character said this one cool line?" I was like, "Fuck, that's a good line." Yeah, man. that's so, super, comic book <laughs> Like, because like you know, you, the, I'm sort of learning too. Is that like you know you want that page flip? So like yeah, you can get you can make use of like the. The thing about that is dot, 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 flip the page. Yeah. Uh, I'm always angry. Like, that's the big, like, that's the, you, that's the, that's that moment of that. That's you being Rangers a director.
1: College.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've been learning a lot of that and, like, that's been super fun. You can just, like, have those pregnant pauses as you're waiting for, like, the, the person, like, flip the page and see, like, whatever the thing is. Like, that's been, like, a lot of what if, uh, he's been pitching. And I was like, oh, nice. this is, this, I get it now. It makes so much more sense and so much more fun to, like, have that. Written, written down on the page.
1: Yeah, and and I that's that's awesome. That's good to know that like just still have that kind of like being able to rely on somebody mm. to kind of like help you with that. And I think that that was something that you did so well in Siege Society. Like specifically, I'm thinking of Fire Ant commending his little ant <laughs> buddy and being like, "You're gonna get the special crumbs tonight." <laughs> like that was so funny to me, and it like. It's so crazy how like just a little moment of levity makes mm-hmm. like makes the character so much more human, even in mm-hmm. these like crazy stakes where they're like, they people are getting their, you know, I mean, I don't want to spoil it too much, but like there's some violent Boy, right. violent, crazy shit going on and like yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you know, you know, world hanging in the balance kind of shit going on. But it's like yeah, yeah, little yeah. moments like that where it's still it it like it's not even the right thing to say it breaks the tension, but it just adds some humanity to a very tense situation because that's what yeah, real yeah. people do. Like people joke and like try to deal with heavy shit in a way where that they can comprehend by like making a joke, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like also like you want it to be fun, you know, yes, you, you don't yeah. want, you don't want to, uh, <laughs> You don't want um, you know, it's not like the Dark Knight returns where everyone's <laughs> mean and, and everything's so grim dark. Like um, also like you know, he's a funny character. Like Ant Man's a funny, funny guy. Yeah, and like yeah. I always Zeb was also like, you know, if I try to get my jokes per page, like three jokes per page, like, you know, and do in TV. I was like, Great, if I can do through that, like that's all that I want. Like I want to yeah. get like have like my fun, like you know, bat, the two kids bashing their toys together in the sandbox. But then I also want to have like my jokes in when I as many as I can get in as as many times as possible.
1: Awesome! That's so awesome. I love Another that. thing that's making me so excited for She Hulk. I feel like it's. Good. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm ready for it to be really really funny. Like I think that there were yeah. funny things. Like they did a lot of funny stuff with um, Loki and everything. And I know weren't like Rick and Morty guys involved with.
2: Yeah, um, Wald- Mike Waldron, the showrunner, he was a Rick and Morty guy. He is, I think he's, like, number two on the show. Tom Kaufman was, in like, another Rick and Morty dude. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they have, like, obviously the show is that's you can just tell that it was written by rick and morty like he has like the portal gun yeah he has like my favorite bits are like you know they have that weird time agency they have like my, my favorite the, the the little bits of rick and morty dna that like are always my favorite one like <laughs> the first episode when like you see like you know you see uh <laughs> you see hulk loki you see fraud shot like loki you see like tour de france loki like all those yeah. weird bits are just like oh yeah those are like complete rick and morty uh jokes but like when they go into like the hideout in like episode five i think mm-hmm. and like they're just going through the dirt and you see like a little loki trapped in like a, a mason jar yeah like, that's another like just weird rick and Morty type of dna that you would only find in these things uh it's awesome yeah yeah i think this is the first uh as far as i understand it when we were coming in is like this is the first like actual like half hour sitcom um with like you're doing your three jokes per page you have a room that's just exclusively full of comedy writers you know doing our very dumb jokes and like using all the like making like we're you know having a lot of fun with the world that we're in and like you know I, I, that's all I don't want to spoil anything but I like know that's as yeah, much, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm very excited
0: to hear all of this because for sure like just yeah. the I mean I just if it has courtroom and comedy. I'm gonna be on board. Yeah, on yes, very, yeah.
2: Writing writing courtroom dialogue as a comedian was very fun because you just feel like oh objection God. and like then write into it. You know. It very, very yeah, I love it. <laughs> I
0: would. I mean, oh. I would love to sit here and talk to you, Zig, about hmm. everything you've written, especially in the Marvel world. But we gotta we gotta get the Hellboy in.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which we're just gonna discuss. We're just gonna go through. Um, I thought there was six. I was wrong. There's a total of eight covers. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm dumb and I was rushing to get my outline done, I like calling myself out on this.
1: And <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Don't be yourself We're gonna up go through
0: all eight covers and just discuss the art from Mignola and Dave Stewart. Um, Sweet for these, the Wild Hunt. We'll jump right in for the first cover. You can, if, if you've been listening to us, following us online, you can see that uh, Kate took great inspiration. From this first cover of *The Wild Hunt* for our season yeah, five inspiration. title cards, yeah. straight
1: stealing, <laughs> <laughs> copyright infringement. Hey, 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 no one's emailed me or uh, I haven't yeah. gotten a legal phone call. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they're not as like strict as
2: Disney or something. Yeah, yeah, they're not on you yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes, yeah, so you can see my inspiration. It's so. interesting that this layout, though, for the first uh, cover, which is
0: real simple, Mignola, mm-hmm. It's the only one that does this thing where it has like a s- two panels, one where we have yeah. our art, and then the other one where we have the the two titles of Mignola and mm-hmm. Fregredo. and I uh, that's very interesting. They just sort of ditch that. Um, uh, immediately, which I don't mind. Don't get me wrong. I just it's it's interesting. Yeah. They start that, but don't keep it. And it might be the only. Yeah, it's the only one that has like a straight up quote on the cover where it says "No rain, but thunder and the sound of giants."
2: Yeah. So this is such a fucking cool cover. I love like the little wax stamp, but also that's such yeah. a fucking dope uh, line to pull and put on the on the cover and. I, I have not read this 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 run, but like now I'm like oh this is the this obviously what they took for the Hellboy remake movie, yes. yeah. uh, and I was like oh, this is I bet mean, it's so much more fun on the actual pages like the movie was you would win whatever, that bet. Like, <laughs> you yeah. win that big, big time. <laughs> put for all sure. your money on that bet <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, um, yeah and I really yeah. like
0: the coloring of we're not it's not like necessarily it's not like a, a silhouette of Hellboy but it's like you get mm-hmm. that feeling of like moonlight. This dark, yeah. cloudy moonlight.
2: He's sort of like in shadow, like moon, or I guess moonlight, yeah. It's like, anytime time anytime they put like Hellboy on like a thing, like a mount, like a car, co- like a, anytime he's like in a car, like on a horse, like it's so <laughs> yeah. fun. It's such a funny like silhouette, like whenever he's like doing a thing, like he has like, you know, his, the spear in this one, or like the gun, like I, it always cracks me up to just like have him, oh yeah, this guy's interacting with like the real world. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always fun when that happens.
1: Yeah, like it was, I mean... Yeah, I'm imagining him like it doesn't happen a lot but when he's like holding a phone, stuff like yeah. that. It's like, "Oh yeah, like you're using like this big demonic weapon to like pick something like, you know, some mundane thing up and it's just yeah. it's always funny." I guess a spear is like a little more like regal and stuff and works.
2: Yeah. It's like that that yeah. one where he like he grabs, the, he gets like, he's getting his ass kicked again by like some <laughs> dragon thing. And like he gets knocked into a statue and pulls out like a giant sword. You're like, yep, that's, that's the cell that for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, as talking to what you were saying, Dave, too, about the colors, uh, of course, like Dave Stewart, always crushing it where it's like, yeah, he, him and this horse are kind of bathed in this blue sort of like evocative of like moonlight you were saying, but I think it's like done so subtly where you do have... Like on different planes of the horse that's like, you know, like delineated by these like big swaths of just like straight up black shadow that Mm -hmm. Mignola is, you know, that's like his signature. But like on those different planes on the horse, it'll like gradually get darker or the color will change like on the lower part of the neck where like maybe the light is reflecting off of something onto the neck. And it's like a very painterly kind of a style for such a like Mignol is so like graphic. It's so like there's not a lot of like hashed like hatch, uh, hashing, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like pretty like solidly like either white or black. And mm-hmm. then like Stuart brings in this kind of style where it's like a painterly style and that it's kind of like giving you like very subtle, very subtle, like gradations in color, like yeah. uh, the top of Hellboy slowly his like chest slowly gradually gets a little darker like a little darker blue Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff i think you know i think stewart is such a master of like super subtle colors like that where like you instantly recognize the silhouette but then there's like so much to d- dive into as you're like really looking at it.
2: Yeah, it's it's such a, s- a simple in the way that it's like it, 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 they always have such simple work, but it's also so attractive. And like yeah. it always just draws you in. Like it's there's such a mystery. Like they can they, this is one of the few the few series uh, that can have like one two images that like can be Hellboy Hellboy and like either like whatever the bad thing he's fighting or could just be Hellboy next to like a pool. You're like yeah, it, it feels like it feels like uh you know, these most of the, these early runs like were based off like you know fairy tales and folklore and stuff. And it, it has that same energy and like yeah the way they're able to capture those like the narrative story and like the actual visuals i've always been so alluring and i'm always like every time like, i take a big break from hellboy it's like i understand why i get so into it because it's like they're so like enticing you know it's like yeah. a one it's like a, a siren drawing you into like you know this weird creepy world that they're about to live in for a couple of pages
1: totally yeah. totally love that uh yeah it's so so cool let me uh do you guys um ever still I mean, it's harder, I guess you get busy, you don't go to the comic shop as much, but do you ever still go to the comic shop and pick something up just based on the cover oh.
2: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it's been a while but like every time i see a like i got the new alien comics that marvel was doing just because oh, the sweet. cover art awesome. was so fucking cool i was like yeah. yep i don't get, it get me yeah I was like, that's <laughs> all that i need or like particularly like um you posted a picture of of your comic call the other day and there was one with like just the two wrestlers yeah on the mat i was like yeah if i would have seen that in stores i just would have bought it sight unseen yeah. because it looks like it's going to be cool
1: <laughs> i mean that's just um that's a Dude, uh, Jaime uh, Hernandez, who does Love and Rockets, but he just, oh, yeah. he like just drew a bunch of female wrestlers over his like career, like for 30 oh, yeah. years or whatever, just for fun, just because he likes, he just likes to draw women. And he draws like these awesome, like strong looking, like real looking, like mm-hmm. female wrestlers. And he was like uh, when he was doing a signing at Sky, uh, Skylight Books the other day. And I met him for the first time, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, thank you for publishing these. They're really, really cool." He's like, "Yeah, I just never thought." He was so soft-spoken, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, "I never thought they would see the light of day." I was like, well, "I'm <laughs> glad they did."
2: Yeah. What? What? Keithen, what's that? But what book. That book is called. I'll go. Yeah. Go yeah.
1: It. It's um. Uh, hold on. Let me see exactly what it's called because I think it's just called like female wrestlers. Let me uh, let me see. <laughs> That's it. I got the title right here: though. Queen of the Ring wrestling drawings.
2: Queen of the Ring, great yeah. title. All right, cool.
1: By Jaime Hernandez. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get that. And it's great because you see the marker, like you see like every mm-hmm. they're they're not like super cleaned up. You know, you see like every the like the pencil marks and stuff like that. Like it's, uh, it's I love just, that it's so fun
2: so, so raw good. yeah i love that yeah
0: yeah it's good to yeah. get a glimpse almost like you get to browse their sketchbook in a sense it feels like you're yeah. peeking uh, yeah. in on
1: them it feels like you're like seeing part of the process like you how you were saying zig of seeing each version from your artist mm-hmm. coming in it's like how exciting how exciting yeah
2: I, I, yeah i i now i have such a i have a, such a deep love for like just like the pencil the pencil yeah. the sketch pipeline is like ah, oh, give it to me I yeah love that
1: right.
2: shit. <laughs> just give me those black and white no color i love so it
1: so good so good. And then, yeah, okay, let's see. Number two. Yeah, like you yeah, said. Yeah, see, this is dude. what I'm
2: talking about. This is what I I'm talking know. about. <laughs> <laughs> two things. You got so Hellboy, Hellboy with a spear through his chest and like an old English knight. Like, right. this is exactly the shit that I love. <laughs>
1: it's like, I'm there. I'm right there yeah. with
0: you. This is great. I love all the detail on the face, the bones. Yeah, and I believe world. this is King Arthur behind him. I'm I'm going to assume. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think they show him within, like, within this comic that it's kind of, like, revealed that this is, like, King Arthur's bones. So you have mm. that looming, large over Hellboy, you know, within the, like, composition of the drawing. He's literally looming over him. And, of mm-hmm. course, like, within the comic, he's thinking about him very in a very like heavy way like he's it's uh mm-hmm. looming over his like psyche you know so you get like you get that literally and f- to convey the figurative like the inner uh feeling of Hellboy, which i th- i think Mignola is just like does in his fucking sleep like he's just yeah. so yeah. good at that and yeah also like bathed in blood you get a yeah. very subtle little drip off of the <laughs> the, spear, the spear just mm-hmm. enough to be like got it like and, and of course he's like in a red wash
0: I love that red wash because it, it reminds mm. me of like it just gives you this the mood Immediately that Hellboy is in, like yeah. where yeah. he is mentally, and it like it specifically makes me think of Kill Bill when the Bride gets about to kick ass, like when she gets activated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it reminds yeah. me of. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and just like, again, like Stewart coming in with like you know you see there's kind of like this sepia tone, sort of like sort of like yellowed, aged looking uh, color over the skeletal figure. But there's like little subtle like kind of like blues and greens and stuff in there. Kind of so even though he's like literally surrounded by like a wash of black in the background, mm-hmm. you get the sense that light is reflecting off of other things within the room. Like it feels mm-hmm. like this black space is full
2: to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like these little particle effects too of like, yes. you know, makes me think of like stink and decay totally. like at like the top, especially the top of his head. Like and I love I love that they only use two tones for Hellboy like just the black and red mm-hmm. like it, oh, it's so fucking clean. Yeah. I I haven't, I got, I'm gonna, I think I'm literally going to buy the series along with Queen of the <laughs> Ring after Hell me. yeah, I highly yes. encourage
1: this one. <laughs> and then what do we got for number 3? Number 3 is just chaos compared to the <laughs> yeah. other ones yeah. like, You have all the these baddies piled up behind, and Hellboy facing like facing them with the big like dramatic silhouette of him like holding up the Super huge uh, right hand of doom, Mm -hmm. like kind of pulled back, ready to swing. Kind of in the defensive still. He's not like launching towards them or flying through the air or anything. He's like he looks like he's he looks like he is surrounded and like overcome by all of these giant figures.
2: It's very pulpy, you know. It's very like you know, Archeologist about to go into like the the dragon's den or whatever. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) totally. I love
2: that they're the the little touch too that like
0: the light source that's illuminating them is has the crown like king arthur's crown yeah. Just yeah tucked in there which mm-hmm. is really like a quick detail that if you just quickly look at it, you might miss but when you return to it mm-hmm. you're like ooh,
1: yeah and and M- M- mule does that thing again of like even if that's not the literal thing like if this isn't the like literal placement of these guys within the comic you know mm-hmm. that the thing that they're fighting over it has yeah. to do with this crown and it's like he can be like more mm, i don't I don't know the word for it but it's like doesn't have to be the, like the literal meaning necessarily Yeah on the yeah, cover. yeah
2: yeah yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. You know? Also there's just in case you don't know it's the important there's a giant spear pointing directly to the crown like, yes. like all the like leaning light and stuff like it almost forms yeah. the whole, a giant yeah. a giant
1: V uh composition towards that thing where yeah. it's like you know oh man and yeah stewart with his colors highlighting that even more just you know whether or not you're consciously, as a reader, consciously sitting here thinking, looking at it. You could mm-hmm. fucking look at this, walking by it in a comic shop, and like for two seconds, and kind of take in what's going on really quickly. Yeah. That's it's, like what is, I mean as far as he's like, Mignol is a graphic artist where it's mm-hmm. like he communicates. So much real fast.
2: It's screaming, "Pick me up!" Like just yes. like, even, you know, like even just like the thumb through the first couple of pages, you're like, "This is screaming! This is a stop and look type of book cover," you know?
1: Yo, do you know yeah. what that made me think of? Is um, I fo- this is kind of a rant. I'm sorry, but I follow this like this uh like handheld gaming modder like on Hell Instagram yeah. who like paints his own like Game Boy cases and like 3D prints his own cases and shit like that, and he made one. That's out of that material that when when you touch it, the heat of your hand changes oh, the yeah. color. And yeah. I was like, that is so beautiful. And then when you said that, Zig, as far as like it makes me think, pick it up. I was like, I wonder if they ever published a comic book with that shit on the front <laughs> where like when you pick it up, yeah. you literally change the color of it.
2: Oh, yeah. This like gotta
1: be. if anybody's listening who can yeah. make that happen, like oh my god Zig, like, take
0: that to zeb
2: <laughs> yeah I got you. yeah those would be our, our hollow foils of the, yes. of the new age. Yeah. i mean
1: when i was a kid like if you had a foil cover <laughs> oh yeah i wanted it yeah. so bad
2: yes yeah, and you like up. my I'm mom would what be like have. do you
1: want me to spend six dollars on a comic book and i'd be like yeah <laughs> yeah anyway yeah let's keep moving it along uh
0: this number four one of my favorite things about this there's so much it's even more chaotic than the one before <laughs> but it's yeah. one of my favorite um uses of breaking like the 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 title the actual oh yeah this little guy getting punched in the air and (laughs) and covering the hellboy logo is so good
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so much movement so much Mm -hmm. like like you said pure chaos (laughs) like a lot of like little swords pointing in all different directions
2: yeah and also it says it's a perfect encapsulation of like what the tone of this series is which is like weird and fun like there's always like some weird little goober that's like (laughs) that like that 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 appears non-threading and then like will like Kick him in the shins and like he has like a big Homer's like Homer Simpson moment. like Hell yeah! Yeah, I, it, I like the love little this.
1: dinosaurs at the beginning of Jurassic Park or something. Yeah, that you're like oh cute, and then like 700 yeah. more come around.
2: Yeah, yeah, and
1: like little swords breaking and stuff like that. Yeah, these are like tough, formidable little guys, but they still are like you know drawn with this cute like kind of chattering like mouth yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so like this is the epi- the issue where shit is just popping off and it's going crazy and you gotta mm-hmm. and Hellboy's gotta deal with it. So fun. And light light.
0: Yeah, very I love the color. And you've you've talked about this, Kate, uh, yeah. in, in 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 talks of like creating like environment like a brick wall and only doing a couple of bricks and but it conveys mm-hmm. the whole environment or texture in the simple. But they do this really well. You feel like he's surrounded by hundreds of these little guys But the bottom just goes into this color wash, but it just Mm -hmm. conveys that there's so many of them that that they're just like a blur of this color. Right, it's just like,
1: hell yeah. So good. And then that kind of energy sort of like is somewhat continuing, but now it's like Mm -hmm. looking a little heavier in this next one in issue five, where you still have these kind of little minion guys, but now Mm -hmm. they're sort of receding into the background. They're literally behind the title and behind Hellboy, kind of like going back similar to like this cloud of smoke like they're following the same uh line Mm -hmm. in the composition this diagonal line that's being created by the fire and the smoke and the figures
2: yeah and you you, you can't tell um if they're like they're not up they're up to no good but you can't tell they're like mischievous (laughs) or like if they're actual antagonists against him because some of them are like 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 just like you know composition wise like some of them are like looking in the same direction of him some of them are like being pitted against him physically wise so you're like are the like i haven't read the story but like i'm Part of me thinking, like, oh, are these like some weird, like, goblin creatures that like have to help him get into the thing, but they're going to be tricksters and like they're going to like pull exactly. the rug out from him yeah. in some way? Yeah,
1: exactly. And that, yeah, and that's it. Uh, that's pretty much what happens where they're like, y- you're not really with me, but you're they're kind of neutral towards Hellboy, I think. Like, mm-hmm. and, and they got Beyonce, totally
2: the queen bee, at the bottom, too. I can't <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. too. <laughs> that is a reference to may Beyonce, hide, you may uh, <laughs> I love too.
0: In addition to that, I just love that he's his struggle is as a demon, but I love these little demons are emerging from him like a line, and it's just part mm-hmm. It just plays into that duality that he's constantly faced with throughout his story. I love.
1: It. As far as what, as far as what did you say to like, 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 like him that?
0: being like, "Hey, I'm part human, I'm part demon," and then these, uh, these little demons are like literally almost visually emerging from his backside. So it's like he yeah, can't, yeah. it's part, they're almost, it's almost conveying like they're part of his lineage, lineage. and
1: it's. Yeah, and he's like descending down into this too. Yeah, like maybe I love he'll have that. to rely mm-hmm. on his demonic side to get whatever his goals are accomplished in this issue. Yeah, which he's tried something. to hide
0: away, and but it's yeah. there in him.
1: So. Mm. Yeah, he's fucking submerged in it now. <laughs> and then in number yeah. six, we get the return of this kind of like totally dark uh background oh, yeah. and yeah. another like kind of like chisel. It looks like time is kind of like mm-hmm. n- taking its toll on this sort of sculpture in the background, like a relief sculpture up against a, a wall of like columns and shit. And we get a Banner with more crowns that are very similar to King Arthur's crown that we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm you mean know. assuming this
2: is Excalibur in the, in the, like, yeah, in the front. Sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, oh, no, no, exactly. exactly yeah. I was just, I, I love the, I love when. I, one of my favorite things about animation, particularly like anime, it's like when they have like the just the use of depth. They have like, yes, like I always think of like a Kier when like you see like when you just like see the Tokyo and they have like 17 different layers. Like, there's yeah. like the close ground, the middle ground, the middle, the deep middle ground, the background. Like, and what I would love about this, like in the foreground, you have this sword, in the middle, you have Hellboy, in the back, you have this, this King Chrome, like even in the deep background, you have like. i'm assuming it's like the ruins like there's just like so much going on but it's all like stacked on one another and like it's just like perfect a plus composition that uses like a very small amount of the frame like just like you know what's going on but like they layered in such an interesting way that it literally draws you in to see everything that's happening in this in this page
1: absolutely yeah couldn't agree more it's like completely and or it's if you guys like, like actually,
2: that's wrong. Um, you're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you know what? I'd, no. be, I'd say
1: you
0: should just <laughs> sign off and leave us. So you, know, you
2: guys are dicks.
1: <laughs> that's, I mean, but you are absolutely right. Like that feels like, and there's like a sense of movement. It like, like you talk about, cause you have, cause you studied film, right? Or yeah. Yeah. What did you, what mm-hmm. did you study in school? Like it was,
2: uh, yeah, I did, um, f- I did film and TV production, um, cool. with this concentration in directing and writing at, um, SCAD. That's awesome. design. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause the way that you talk about the way that you approach writing and, and, uh, even like drawing like the, um, the like little storyboards and, and stuff, mm-hmm. that's kind of like your, the, like the language that you seem to yeah. use. For it. So it's like, you know, visually, I think so much of what Mignola does well is feels like that where there's like movement. It feels like a tunnel Mm -hmm. kind of a thing where like maybe this like in Hellboy's expression look of surprise, like you Mm -hmm. can almost see this as though it was animated, like the sword kind of like coming into view of him and him like Mm -hmm. discovering
2: it. Well, even in like if you're like, you know, doing like the rule of three is like, you know, you're breaking it into like three different quadrants, like every like the sword is like the bottom of like the like everything is in the one centered square you know of like yes. of those threes and like it just like draws you in and then as you like you want your brain like all right this is this is a face two faces and a sword like yeah you sort of eyes zoom out and then you like start taking in the rest of it it's such a such a fucking good and smart and interesting way to like <laughs> yeah. compose a, a fucking cover
0: i'm i'm with you hundred percent and it's like it forces you to do your own rack focus without them yeah because mm-hmm. like i've seen now mm-hmm. like a lot of modern comic books are doing a thing where they they like go and digitally like put an art behind somebody out of focus that's being used now. I don't know if you've noticed that. Mm -hmm. That gives the idea of almost lenses on the page. But like something Mm -hmm. like this does it more for me where it forces my own eye to like visualize it as a rack focus. Like you just said, Cody, of like I'm going to go to the sword, then Hellboy, and then the backdrop. Then they'll all come together. Mm -hmm. And it's very cool. It's very cinematic.
1: That's an interesting thing too because like it makes me think of like in movies – when you go to see a 3d movie or something like that, where only one thing is very specifically in focus and that's like fun. It's like its own thing, you know, but it's like your
2: phone, sir. right? right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like an eyeball pops out or some shit, whatever it is where it's like, you're forcing the audience to focus on one thing. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what, like, Dave, what you're talking about, where there's like a blurred background or something like that. So it's like, as an artist, you want them to focus on one thing. And there's nothing like inherently bad about that or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think like Mignola does it in a way where you can see, you can kind of like explore the whole page and the detail of everything. And that I personally like a little bit because he's like able, he's still able to do that. Like he's still able to Mm -hmm. get you to focus on the one thing first and then you can kind of take everything else in. I guess it's just, like, what do you want to achieve in that moment? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. there's, there, you know, it's fun to go see a stupid 3D movie and, like, have to look at, like, <laughs> the axe coming towards the screen or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. One of the best um, 3D movies yeah. to
0: watch, just because you can't see it anymore in 3D, but it was created, and it has those moments that Cody just displayed with us, oh, God. is, uh, I believe, it's Friday the 13th 3, I yes. think. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. yeah.
2: There's, there are so many moments where, like, you want this spear or like you want this rake, and like he just points it directly like this. Yes. Here's a rake for you, Jason. It's like, oh, and
1: you're like none of yeah. this makes sense without 3D glasses. My Bloody Valentine, they did like that too, like the remake oh,
0: of that was it. Oh, great. Dumb, <laughs> but
1: still, but fun, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like remembering it, cackling about it. Too. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And let's see. So number seven.
2: Yeah, um, now we're talking. This it's is a fucking heavy metal album. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like fucking talking about like dirge of guitars and shit. Like, like <laughs> yeah. you just like, you the can most see like, Tenacious
2: D playing in one of the buildings yes. down there. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that.
1: They're right back there. Yeah, just full blown like Hellboy with his horns. Yeah. completely grown back he's now cl- holding the sword in his hand he's got like is... a little
2: crown nestled yes. between his his horns yeah. I
1: love I always love that like the kind of like resting above his head sort of a thing yeah
2: I will say that was something that I thought the new version movie really fucking cat- like, when I saw like the it was cool I was like that's this is, this is undeniably fucking cool You're yeah, right. you are yeah. yeah. Right. I
0: mean that's why yeah. I went and saw it is cause in the trailer yeah. when they dropped that I'm like that looks cool <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I mean we were gonna see it either know, way however, but I looked at the channel yeah. but... as a
0: fan and that's what got me.
1: They did I thought visually they did a lot of things gr- in a great way. I yeah. think they must yeah, have yeah. had some amazing people designing. But yeah, you know, whatever. Uh yeah. <laughs> that movie, you know, had had something to be desired, but I think they did really achieve a lot of that. Uh
2: Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there.
1: For sure. And then yeah, just him st- uh, another like very strong composition like a V sort of a shape composition mm-hmm. here where you're seeing him standing over what looks like the ruins of a city where he's enormous, his like gargantuan size and just like explosive fire kind of erupting from behind him, you know, bringing hell to earth.
2: I love that his sword is lost. Yeah. I love that his sword is lost in in like the tip of it is lost into the blackness. It's like, it's such a, it's such a, I don't know. It's such an interesting way to like, you don't know. It's such a small detail, but I'm like, I love that it just, just dissolves into the blackness and you don't see it into it.
1: Absolutely. And I think it contributes too to the, uh, like, you know, it like subtly contributes to the narrative where it's like mm-hmm. in this, the previous issue in six, it's Excalibur and like, basically like you see these two, if you're looking the, at them next to each other, mm-hmm. you see that his kind of apprehension at at taking the sword mm-hmm. it, within the story, he's kind of apprehensive of taking up this, like taking up this kind of like lineage of uh, King Arthur, like sort of this like, quote, good path mm-hmm. versus... Yeah. The hellish path where he, you know, fulfills his destiny as, like, world ender. Mm -hmm. And, like, the sword being in shadow, that's, like, him kind of, like, choosing this, choosing this, like, hellish path rather than this, like, glowing gold, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, historically, like, those depictions uh, of, like, it being, like, holy or blessed versus Mm -hmm. it being demonic mm-hmm. or whatever yeah which is a another fucking conversation but that's like you know <laughs> yeah th- but that's like that's i think that's what he's conveying here he also has this like deep blood red color that hellboy you know he's like
2: he's got some drug blipping from his hands yes yeah yeah i think there's a
0: lot this can, can there's so much going on that's just so simply done on this page like the sword is different of course which i love the depiction mm-hmm. of there's there's excalibur and then there's this demonic Sword that if he'll use if he decides mm-hmm. to become the destroyer of the world. I really love in the clouds behind him the lines that are the subtle like lines that are being used that like mm-hmm. yeah. make it seem like there's just so much give you a feeling that there's so much destruction behind him that we can't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
1: The rare Mignola hashing, yes, hash marks.
2: <laughs> Very rare.
1: And then in eight, it's great. I I, I like the classic a lot.
2: fucking Hellboy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just uh, like yeah, like you said, Zig, like a a, a thing behind him and him in the front, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just a uh, cool shit behind, yeah. like you know, looks like um more carved out sort of ancient looking things, but they're they're in this like cool blue shadow as opposed to like the warm kind of dry. color that we saw before of like the tans and greens and stuff and Mm -hmm. now uh, he's in like he's in like this deep green color his one horn is broken and the other still is intact so it's like to me it's like did he make this choice of tearing off the horn and or he's Mm -hmm. still like on the fence or whatever as far as like am I gonna fulfill my destiny as this evil thing or not yeah or he has both of these things Within him, like he's this got this duality of like, mm-hmm. I'm capable of both of these things. So they're literally depicted here on my head. And yeah, you have probably Arthur on a horse. And we've, <laughs> s- and, you know, and bookending this image of Hellboy on the horse uh, in the beginning, too. Uh, now we see like, you know, just more Arthurian imagery and shit. And I like this kind of like watercolor. Stuff that Dave, uh, Dave Stewart kind of chose for the background. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's so ethereal. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, I like that the two figures immediately behind Hellboy before King Arthur are like these skeleton monks slash nuns mm-hmm.
1: possibly. Yeah, I'm trying to it say. It really
0: gives you just like like I feel I feel like when I look at this last cover, I'll be honest. I feel like there's so much going on, and I feel dumb that I don't fully really understand it all.
1: <laughs> that happens in Hellboy though. Yeah. yeah. Like. I almost
0: want a color. I like want a color theorist or color person to come in and be like, what does the green mean? Because I don't know. I'm like, it looks fucking cool, but I'm like, What's maybe the
2: it's
1: life. Meaning? <laughs> maybe it's like, you know.
2: Yeah, someone like, cast a uh, 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 Cure Three, Curago on him, and he's. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: His HP is, at, is slowly increasing. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe something like that where it's like uh, life or like. Being of the earth or something yeah. like that, like how there's all these like f- other fantasy creatures that are of the earth, but not hell. So it's like he could still exist in this fantastical world and kind of not like rule over them necessarily, or you know, just be one of them of one of these like other earthbound fan- fantasy creatures. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just some, sh- you know, I'm just fucking throwing things I out. think you're
0: right. That's why I love hearing your theories.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, the, you know, so like that. Yeah.
0: This one feels like, I think because of all the coloring, it feels so fine art that I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it feels like it almost, I love it for Hellboy, of course, and it belongs here, but it feels like I'm looking at like a fantasy novel color. Like that Mm -hmm. I would be like, oh, yeah, that's a fantasy book.
1: (laughs) I guess that's the thing, too, is like him incorporating his own shit into this fantasy lore. Yes. It feels more like like how we were talking about earlier that it felt like a a fantasy novel or like a fairy tale. That's Mm -hmm. what this that's that's the flavor of this comic. Yeah, like I just zoomed
2: in one. and I just noticed that the, the wings aren't attached to the back of, uh, I'm assuming this is some King Arthur, but like I just love, I love that oh, detail cool. where like when angel wings aren't attached, they just like sort of yeah. hover from yeah. the back of something like such a cool, a cool design choice.
1: Similar to the crown, you know, it's like this, Uh, mm. it's like another magical, like levitating element too. Very cool. That shit's cool. It's
0: very, that
1: shit is very cool guys. It's very
0: cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Those are the eight covers to the Wild Hunt.
2: <laughs> i'm gonna buy i'm literally gonna buy yeah. this right sold now. Oh, I can't, yeah. I
0: can't, they did their job and sold this story we'll have to have you back on just to talk about your response oh to yeah the wild Hunt. yeah yeah because so, it is like a fan favorite so. mm.
2: oh sweet that's good to know yeah I, I would look any chance i get to yell about comics particularly one that's <laughs> as unique and and and, and well-crafted as Hellboy. i'm all for
1: absolutely Hey, oh, that also reminds me, do you get to any say in the cover art or anything like that? Or like when you're uh, you working?
2: No, they're usually, um, other than like being like this fucking looks dope, they yeah. they have such a um uh well I guess Siege Society was like the first one I actually had a cover for. Like the the amazing Spider-Man right. one, like they'll they'll send to you like you, obviously like, you know, like it'll cover the themes, but like the ones we got from my issues of Spider-Man are so fucking cool. Like they're just uh, it's it's like I don't know so it's so uh, it's really fun. I can't. I'm, just excited. <laughs> I I'm can't so excited. I can't wait to read them, dude. Right. I'm so
1: excited. Like, like literally. I mean, I, you know, I said it earlier. I just think that you're so successful in accomplishing like everything that you were saying at first year society. Like it's a, it was like a task that they gave you. I think like on (laughs) paper to be like this assignment is like dense. There's a lot to balance. And I think that Mm -hmm. you totally did it. And it just makes me so excited for the rest of your stuff. And then of course, like so far your, your Spider-Man story was just like flat out. Awesome. Like I love sort of (laughs) a like little story of the week, like adding flavor to something like, so it just shows that you're, you can totally balance this like, Big, crazy, like story heavy thing, and also show the smaller moments that make, I think, like char- comic characters resonate and be- feel so special. So, I appreciate that, man. That's yeah. so that's very nice. nice thing to
2: saying it. Thanks for totally, thanks for, for reading and, and saying those things. Yeah. Hell yeah! Thanks for making it. <laughs> yeah, of
1: course. Oh, also, if you can, I was just when you were talking about She-Hulk, it made me want. It made me also want like a Phoenix Wright style She-Hulk <laughs> game. Yeah. So I don't know if you could plant that in someone's brain or something. Yeah.
2: Let me let me let me somehow get Kevin Feige's email. Hey, <laughs> if you guys want to make a billion dollars, it's uh, Phoenix Wright with just She-Hulk. This is how you do it. Yeah. 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 I think He'll listen if to you. If you need
1: a if you need a format. <laughs> Because you know, Marvel they make a ton of video games, like,
2: yeah, yeah. They've
1: not, have they ever approached it as a legal drama <laughs> video game? Maybe they should. I
2: now, I think now's the time. Yeah.
1: Now's the time to do it. You gotta
2: strike yeah. now. That's Man. all. I love that.
0: Uh, I, yeah, very excited to read your amazing Spider Man, uh, your contributions to that. Um, when can, uh, our listeners expect to, to have that hit the shelves as well as, is there anything else that you can say that you have coming up?
2: I think those drop towards the end of the year. Cool. I think 75 is when like everything starts kicking off and I'm 79 and 80. So I, th- Oh, but I guess we're doing three a week. So like, I think it'll come out maybe around September. I want to say, don't quote me, but I think it's around September right. is when Great. when that stuff starts coming out. Um, other than that, you know, check me out. Uh, yay for zig across all them social media platforms. Uh, I didn't have any work creative input in this, but the new Evangelion movie finally came out. And I saw that yesterday. Yes. So like, if you love Ava, watch that. It's a, uh, it's beautiful. It made me cry. Uh, and it's a great closeout to the series. Uh, so like, yeah. And the dark Wee podcast, uh, me and my boy, Brady Reed yell about, not like this podcast, <laughs> our love for, for nerdy shit, video games, comic books, manga, anime, all of it, uh, come, come through and, and listen if you, if you like to listen to that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Awesome. Great. Well,
2: thanks for having me. Thank you, Zig. I really
0: appreciate taking the time out and to share a lot about your experience in the world of comic books as a writer and all of your process. That's amazing. And your time I, l- I
1: look forward to seeing your work as an airbrush artist. I'll be looking for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, keep up my Instagram if you want to see some Gundams that'll be very badly airbrushed in the next, the next month or so.
1: Oh, uh, awesome. he's so great. Yeah, he is. Great. That was
0: great. <laughs> what he shared with us about being a new comic book writer was just very beneficial. Just it's just so informative. Yeah.
1: Just like the kind of nuts and bolts of it, you know. I think is you don't get to like because you just especially even on like comic panels and stuff where they talk to writers. They sort of talk about, like, the same kind of stuff, like, even if they talk about their inspiration or, like, working together, they don't go into every little detail. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what, you know, Zig is willing to share and what I'm interested in.
0: I am, t- it's like, I am too.
1: same like, what are your emails looking like? You know, yeah. like, I just think that's interesting. It It sounds um,
0: like it's just the mundane, but it's it's what it's like what these things we love are built on or built through yeah so i agree with you Kate.
1: it may, it feels more achievable too in a way that like not like it's demystifying it cuz it's still like a lot of work and you put in a lot of time and effort but it's like it's a time and effort that is achievable like even him talking about writing 3 pages a day so like something is that would seem as simple, like it seems simple, but it's, It I think, so important to hear the kind of breakdown of people's process and stuff like that. I
0: just love his, also his contribution of really pushing for, like, I want, he wants characters that look like him. and, and all To that. reflect I him and that.
1: his world and, like, yeah, I think so. That's And just, our world, everyone's world, you know. Yeah, that's... To accurately reflect the world.
0: Yes, 100% important. And you need writers yeah. that... Because you can't just have someone who looks like me, a little tiny white man... <laughs> going like, "Well,
1: we need the or me, a big tall white well, lady." Yeah, we don't need
0: us. Like we we need to encourage and have those characters and whatever we create, but you need people that that are those characters. <laughs> you know what people I mean? People with
1: lived experience, Spent their yeah, lives yeah, to yeah.
0: contribute and put them on in the stories. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, cuz it still resonates with people. Like that's the thing like, I don't know. like, yeah, it, the, even if your story, even if your story is not literally about like, you know, a A white lady, 33 year old, it could resonate with me, you know, like it is if it's genuine and sincere and specific to someone, then that story is universal, I think.
0: Yeah. Relatability Um, is, is deeper than surface.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is why fans who fucking shit on something for being like uh, the girl version or like, why are they shoehorning?
0: Why is it diverse? um, A gay character.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's you're just so dumb. Like, you're so dumb if that's your opinion. You like, you know, (laughs) just rethink stories and, you know, have like one ounce of empathy. I don't know how to tell people to do that but whatever uh, yeah. what you said was great <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but awesome but thanks again to Cody um, for joining us definitely folks go out there check out his pick up if you haven't already Heroes Reborn Siege Society um, check out his Miles Morales Spider-Man uh, short part of the Clone Saga I believe so just to help you find that um, as well as you know get ready for his his contributions to Amazing Spider-Man I'll definitely be checking that out and for you all out there we got you. We got this bonus episode into your ears. <laughs> now we are officially, though, going into our hiatus until 2022. Just to remind you, though, that please continue to email us. When you, yeah. Um, share- We're going into
1: hiatus unless you email, email us. us. us yeah. enough. <laughs> if we
0: get a slew of emails uh, about uh, all the prior episodes that we've recorded, again, we, we don't care. If you came in late to the podcast or if you revisited an old episode and you have something to share or a thought you want to broadcast to us, please send it our way at awcrap, yeah. a at gmail.com. Again, if we get enough emails, which probably is not going to take that much to make us uh, get on the mic and, re- yeah. and read those. If we get three emails. <laughs> yeah. We'll get on the mic during our hiatus just to respond to those emails and share them with the, the rest of the listeners, we will do that. So again, email us at ohcrapahellboypodcast at gmail.com. And we'll continue to do our best to stay updated on our, our platforms on Instagram at hellboy Podcast, Twitter, crap Hellboy. We'll try to do whatever because me and Kate are gonna do continue to work on some creative stuff our together. So what we can, what we, we'll, we'll share with what we're doing while we're away yeah. from talking about yeah. Hellboy. And if there's any Hellboy news during our hiatus, of course, we'll we'll at least post about it there. And all I can do is ask you to please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening to us on any platform that gives you those options. But if you go out of your way to go on to um, Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review that starts with the word BOOM, B-O-O-M, we call that a BOOM review. If we see your BOOM review on there, we will read you a BOOM review right here on the show and praise you, give you all the good vibes and love. So please give us a BOOM review, and especially during hiatus, so we can come back strong in season six. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, 2022. Uh, but that's it for this official, true last episode of season five. It's been a great one. Uh, this was a great uh, one to end on. Uh, and a little bonus for all of you out there. But once again, until 2022, I must say thank you for listening, and we love ya.
2: All to cool. I'm gonna delete everything. Oh, no! But <laughs> no. <laughs> you were so
0: good. He's <laughs> become the villain. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, listeners
1: of Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast.
2: Are you ready for a creepy promo?
1: My name is Muriel, and I love true crime.
2: I'm Nick, and I am not a fan of true crime.
1: Every week on our new podcast, Muriel's Murders, I handpick a real-life crime story that I think will blow Nick's mind.
2: Muriel is really enthusiastic about researching and telling me these stories, and boy, they are a lot. Some of them are famous. Some of them are weirdly under the radar, but all of them
1: contain crime, violence, and murder from across history and around the globe. How does that make you? feel
2: Nervous. Are you ready to hear a story? No. Too bad.
1: Here comes Muriel's Murders.
2: Join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and check out the original Muriel's Murders animations on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at Muriel's Murders.
0: Campfire.